2: Here he is, Vershawn Jackson, powered by
1: Power. Ah, yeah!
0: Hey, Bob, come on, man. This is the second time today, man. You're fired (laughs) today. Get out of here today, Bob. Yeah, he, he ain't, ain't, ain't with it today. He just Jarell. messed the whole song up, man. Come here, man. Go, go get in the corner for about thirty minutes, man. Stand in the corner, Bob. Yeah, man. I'm trying to just sing my heart out, and this guy just <laughs> has me muted.
1: Dang. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought I was in the shower. Mute yourself, real. Yeah, I know. Hold
1: on. So Troy, you there?
0: Yeah. yeah. All
1: right, Troy. So wait a minute, man. I I I gotta say something to you too. Um, I, I guess I'll pose it in a question. Why are you guys so hard on us on the Scout Team?
2: Oh, man. Because <laughs> we had <have> to. <laughs> I mean, that was just part of the initiation.
0: <laughs> it's the principle. <laughs> you know, man.
2: I mean, that's where the standard is being set. I mean, am if am I not correct? And, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you guys responded well to that. I mean, because you guys would just take a. <laughs> Freaking beating um, during practices, but but I mean that was the standard though. That was the standard, so that's what you guys was learning in in practice. So and it and it carried over.
1: <laughs> I, well, absolutely it did because you you know you know I I a lot of times people take the black shirt for they, I think they take it for granted. They take the mystique of what a real black shirt is for granted, based on what we've seen the last you know, 15 years, 10 years, they take that mystique. Now it's just a monarchy. It's just a black shirt. It's not, it ain't something to be uh, reviled, you know, to, to be reveled, to be not reviled, reveled, to be like, Holy smokes. But when you on scout team and we had to face you every day, right? (laughs) We got the same effort, if not greater in practice than we did in, in the game. How were you guys able to just do that practice out of practice and if you did if you did take a practice off, what would have happened?
2: Whew. man uh well, I remember uh one time in spring ball I think it was before you got there uh actually, I think it was my first uh, spring ball there uh we weren't up we weren't practicing up to uh, T.O.'s uh standard and uh he he chewed us out I, mean, I don't think he cussed but You know, he had had stopped practice early. He was like, you just sent us to the locker room. it's like, you guys get out of here. (laughs) So, uh, you know, we didn't have a practice like that ever since. But, I mean, he he made sure, uh, you know, he kept the standard in place too now because we didn't have any other practices like that. But then again, you know, you look at, uh, you know, the history of our program and all the wins and whatnot and coming up close, coming up short, you know, because that was happening years before, um, you know, 91, you know, mid, late eighties, always winning championships, but getting blown out in bowl games, you know? So uh, back then we were policing ourselves too, because there was a standard that we held for the team, but not only the team, the university, and the state, <laughs> so that was a clear understanding back then is not only that we were playing for ourselves, we were playing for a whole state, and everybody in it um, yeah. so that brought a sense of pride to us that hey, you know we need to we need to hold up our end of the deal too, and plus back then too, it was always the talk about. Uh, the second coming offensive explosion and blah, blah, blah and Tommy and Lawrence and which was well deserved but, you know, like you said, offense sells uh, tickets and defense wins championships.
0: Yeah, they forget about us, Troy. They try to throw us away. You know how they do this, man. <laughs> right. You, you never get too many defensive guys, you know, that's on the cover of stuff, or it's always you know touchdown, Tummy, Lawrence, Phillips, Lebron, right. Green. It was yeah. all, and then they got us. And in Terrell.
2: The- it was always that, and actually, we took that personally as a defense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't animosity towards our offense, but defensively, we were like, man, we got some ballers too. Yeah. They, so they- that was part of our motivation to go out there and and dominate is because we wanted to show. The rest of the country. Well, yeah, we got a great offense, but we got a great defense too. So yeah. that was a driving point as well.
0: Yeah, and I because you know I remember back in 1996 they had uh, me, Grant and Jared Tummage on the front of the um, what they call them books. The, VJ, the mm-hmm. Athlons the and the, the media guy. Yeah, so you college know we, football we, previews. We, yeah, yep. we had the three three defensive guys on them. we we, we switched the role against them.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, that was something we was fighting for. <laughs> so, I'm glad you guys finally got some some pub with that. But yeah, man. I mean, you got like I said, you guys took it. It, it took that defense and ran with it. I mean, you guys. That's shit. That Those best defense, one of the best defenses in college football ever, outside of a team. So, I mean, shit. How how lucky are you? <laughs> To play on beyond when be you go down in history, like, that's your legacy. <clears throat> I mean, I that's mean, a hell of right. a legacy.
0: <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I think we, what we did, we tried to do just exactly what y'all do. We tried to be... Just as nasty as y'all, man. We we, we just, we, we played as, like you said, we played with 11 people. We had our problems. We had, like we said, we had the little racial stuff that went with along, along with, you know, just being in the Midwest football and everybody from different coaches. But we banded together like some brothers. And when, when we did go on the field, we, we kicked ass. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Dominated. Like, dominated. That was <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful to they- see, man. I mean, that, that was like. Everything from man from the mid '80s on up until '96, um, '97. That was that was all that hard work and effort. All the players that went in and out of, and out of that program. It finally, you know, <laughs> measured
0: up. My last question, uh, Charlie McBride. <laughs> Boy, Charlie
2: McBride, I have you eaten gunpowder? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, Coach Benz-Bride the best man. I love him. He's a smart defensive coordinator. He puts us in the right place to make the right the plays, you know. And I think that was, what it was with with the defense that he ran that he gave all three linebackers a chance to make plays.
2: Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. He gained he gained a lot of trust uh, because. Those first couple years when I was there, I mean, he was actually hard to play for. Yeah. Our defense back then, it was actually, it was complicated. We stripped because we ran so many different coverages. You had to run this to this formation. You had to run that to that formation. We were running like two <laughs> different fronts. Um, so, like I said, 93 came around. It simplified a lot of stuff, Yeah, you know, for, for everybody. So it made Troy. it faster on defense. We didn't have to think as much. Everything was man to man or zero. So
1: <laughs> Troy, who, who was the in your in your tenure at Nebraska, who you think was the toughest guy you, you played with on defense?
2: The toughest guy I played with? Man, it's probably Dante. I mean that he really? was a straight soldier. <laughs> and you're going to get every bit of 100% on the first play to the last play. I mean, the dude was relentless. I mean, rel- relentless like an assassin. Um, never complained. I mean, he was just in kill mode, you know, 100% of the time. You know, not a lot of, a lot of screwing around in practice. He, he would approach practice the same way. Um, but, uh, yeah, on the field – Off the field, it'd probably be Dwayne. (laughs) I'd take Dwayne Harris to a fight with me any day. That dude, uh, yeah, I've seen him in action, so. (laughs) I wouldn't want to fight Dwayne, and I think I'm pretty tough myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to take a pass on that one. What about? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) How good – How you know, I, I came in, of course, with uh, the great Lawrence Phillips in 1993. You know, the times you're talking about while I was on the scout team, Lawrence was good enough to play with you guys, because I say with you guys, because he was a part of the, the top two units. Um, mm-hmm. How good was Lawrence Phillips?
2: Who Say that again.
1: How good was Lawrence Phillips?
2: Ah. Uh. Man, Lawrence is the best running back that ever came through the University of Nebraska. I don't care what anybody says. We can argue. (laughs) I mean, I've seen the dude, played with the dude, played against him. Um, I mean, the dude was special. I mean, the dude was, there's no question about it. Mike Rozier had nothing on him. Nothing on him. I mean, you know, if if Lawrence would have played it straight... You know, hands down, he would have won the Heisman that year over Tommy. You know that. If yeah. he would have stayed out of trouble. But, man, he's the best running back to ever play at Nebraska, in my opinion.
1: What, but, but a lot of people don't know. The same moves that he was doing in the game, he was doing in practice. Right.
2: Right. But we practiced 100 miles an hour, too. <laughs> so it's like, you know... He had to bring his A-game, too, just like everybody else. But his A-game was just – his better was a little bit better than everybody else's. I mean, the dude was just special. I mean, he ran, what, a 4-3, his center of gravity? You know, I remember trying to – I had a blindside hit on him once. He just took – you know, usually most guys would, would go down. It was like he took two steps to the right, absorbed it, and kept going. Yeah, I mean, after that, I was just like, Shh, man, look. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a... That dude was something else, man, he, <laughs> something he, else.
0: He had a hit on me one practice. I didn't have a hit on him, obviously. He had a hit on me. It's just the, the way he looked at me, and, and, I, and I was like, nah, not today, Lawrence. So going to take this little stomp and roll right here, fall and roll. I'm not going to hit you, buddy, today. Yeah, man. <laughs>
2: I mean... He practiced with a chip on his shoulder. Yes.
0: Too, so <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> he practiced like he want to fight at it. Fight running. Right. Ball. I was like, man, man come he on, took, not today, he man. Took a, he took
2: it. He took it. He took that spot seriously. <laughs> yeah,
0: he didn't let up on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the thing of it is, man. I mean, you go and watch him in the league, the the clips that highlight clips of him in the. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. He's doing this against the best of the best. So it's like I took man, you turn that back. It's like you factor that in. It's like man, there ain't been another running back like him since. I don't know if there ever will be. <laughs> Dang,
1: nobody even close. I, I mean, I haven't seen anybody close. Man, there is nobody. Close. Not to a Lawrence Phillips. Not not his feet. He was big. He was. I mean, you talking six one, you know, two fifteen, and and it looks like six two. Two eighty-five, and it runs like six one one twenty. Right. I mean, it, it was just it, he was a he was a sight to see, and I know he used to give you guys fits in practice when we used to go ones on ones. Them used oh, to be some man. classic matchups. Man, why was Oklahoma look, it, such a rival?
2: Hey, if if Lawrence would have started against that in that Florida State game, we damn near probably would have won it without having That's to go terrific. to field goals. <laughs> 'Cause when that's he true. got in the game, you saw that we were moving the ball on the ground. I mean, just on his natural ability alone. So, I mean that dude, man, he was a phenom. <laughs> no question.
1: What's your most memorable what's your most memorable game as a husker?
2: Man, it's the Kansas State game. <laughs> uh my senior year. Um, it's it that's my most memorable game because if we were gonna lose a game, it was gonna be that one. We had our third-string quarterback in the game. Lawrence was actually injured in that game. Um, And Chad May was supposed to light us up for 500 yards. Well, he lit us up for 500 yards passing the year before. Um, So we were supposed to lose that game. We're dead to rights. It was 11 o'clock in the morning, rainy. And all bets were, were on Kansas State, but it was one of those deals where I mean I remember talking to Dante, it's like, here you go, this is one of those deals where we're gonna show everybody where we're the best. We're one of the best defensive in the country because that was a nationally televised game. So uh, you know, that was yeah. Defensive dominance, that that was it right there, because we weren't supposed to win that game. <clears throat>
1: At all, the, the, that was supposed to be a, a landslide, and I think that's yeah. the mystique that a lot of fans, you know, and even players alike. Unless you go back and really look at, look at it for what it is. I mean, let me give you the halftime statistics of that Orange Bowl game. We had 23 carries for 102 yards, nine passes, four completions, okay, and a touchdown, 25 passing yards. They had 153 passing yards. We had 127 total yards, 198. We had 10 first downs to eight. Penalty yards. We had two penalties for 15 yards. They had seven for 63 yards. We led the time of possession at this point, 16 to 12. We're going to throw it to break. We're going to bring back Troy again. Troy, you you had an opportunity to get drafted to the Kansas City Chiefs in the third round. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Derek Thomas. How special was he, and just what how your NFL career went, and then we'll do more. Troy Dumas, with the black shirt, and Bob more ninety three point seven. Yeah.